Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. You guys have a ton of choices out there. I truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day here on the show. In this hour, fix the Carolina Panthers. It sounds so easy to do, doesn't it? Fix this chair. Fix my bed. (laughs) Fix the Carolina Panthers, the hardest fix of all time. We've got J.J. Hardy joining the show, part of Panthers culture. We've got the top five at 5 coming up at 5 p.m., Then Lawton Swan coming your way at 520 along the way. We've got your calls as well at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. And the carpro.com text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word FAN and away you go on the show. Seeing you guys on the YouTube channel as well right now. Uh, YouTube.com. Slash the fan upstate is where you can find us. Diesel, uh, this three-quarter zip pullover that I have on right now, is this garnet or maroon? Mm. (laughs) I would say it's more maroon. More maroon than garnet. Uh, There has been a debate about this today, ladies and gentlemen. Is Is this the color, is this South Carolina's official color, or is the... Quarter zip pullover that I have now wearing on, on YouTube is um, is this the color that South Carolina thinks they are, but they're incorrect. They put a banner up outside their stadium. It's the wrong color. Which one is it, my friends? Um, guys, you do realize, right, that the dangerous, the slippery slope that we are walking on right now is that we're all going to be responsible for paying for our program. We're all going to be responsible. And you guys can say, well, I'm not responsible for that. Okay? I'm not responsible. You guys can say that. But, uh, you know, I'm telling you, if you don't pay, you're not going to win. Okay? So the reality is all of our teams, Diesel with Appalachian State, myself with Florida, you guys with Clemson and South Carolina or whomever you are a fan of, Our teams want us to feel a responsibility to contribute. 
okay? Beamer spoke uh, this season, and he said, we're 12th in the SEC in NIL funds. We're 12th. You know what would change that? You giving $100, and you giving $100, and you giving $100. You know what would fix that? Joining the ACC. Yeah, yeah. So, so Diesel is going to continue to say, I'm not paying money to Appalachian State. And I'm going to continue to say, I'm not paying money to Florida. But at some point, Diesel and I are going to have to stomach the fact that our schools are not winning at the highest level in part because of us. Uh, no, I'll let the people who have the money who want to waste it on things like that. Waste their money on things like that. It's like, Mark, remember when you would see some jerk driving down the road in a massive Hummer? And you're thinking to yourself, God, that thing must be expensive to put gas into. But the thing is, if you got money to buy the Hummer, you got money to put gas in it. Well, Diesel, the reality is we you have 20 bucks. I have 20 bucks. If everyone who has 20 bucks gives 20 bucks, then suddenly guess who's got a lot of money for players? Guess who's fielding a better team? Guess who's winning more games? Yeah, I'm but not I don't have the ability to tell them what players to spend it on, so it's not a valuable use of my money. I don't That's disagree with you. just throwing money into the wind and hoping that some nameless, faceless entity uses my money to go out and get a good player. This is why you're wise to investigate what charities you give your money to, right? How do you know your money is going where they say it's going? You know, investigate the charities. Texter says they should sit out a full 12 months and be ineligible for NIL compensation for that 12 months if they transfer. Texter says, breaking news, DJ to transfer to U of SC. DJ says he wants to play for a coach that pouts more than him. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, Texter says the Mountain West has agreed to a CBS deal of $270 million. And the Pac-12, Pac-2 has also agreed to a merge per se uh, guys, look, that, that whole situation is a disaster. Has this changed? Last I heard it was a one-year scheduling alliance with the option of a second year that would uh, see all Mountain West teams play at least one of those two schools. And if they already had a game with one of those two schools scheduled, which I assume if it's a stipulation, then at least one or two of those Mountain West schools did. Yeah, and they'll also pick up the other team. I do not see that confirmed right Has now. Has that changed? Where no. te- who texter? Please give us some uh, yeah. specifics on this because we haven't seen anything like that. Uh, let's see here. Texter says we paid less money for a Juice Wells TD than Clemson paid its offense for one against us. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't get one against you, and I know you know that. How about the fact that Clemson beat you? not scoring a touchdown against you. How does that happen? How does that happen? All right, guys, here is the amendment to the um, to the upset pick contest. All right? Um, you can pick any conference championship game, any one, okay? If you want the two-and-a-half points of Louisville over, uh, over Florida State, you can take that. I don't think two-and-a-half points is going to do a whole hell of a lot for you, but if you want that, you can take that. Okay, you can take that particular game. Um, Any game that is a a conference championship game, there are 10 of them are free to pick for you. Okay, that is the update right there. Let's get to J.D. in Simpsonville, who is up next. Hey, J.D., you're offsides, man. What's up? Hey, Mark, uh, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to get in a little bit on this transfer portal thing. Um, You know, here, here we are as a Gamecock fan. 
you know, we had a, a crappy season. We struggled the whole way through it. We lose to Clemson. We're all ready to go tuck in and get into our shells and not hear any more bad news, maybe just good news for a little bit. And now here we are on a random Thursday in November, and we're learning that we're going to lose maybe a massive core of our roster here. And it's just this transfer portal thing has gotten out of control. Now, not only do you have to win games in the season, you got to manage to keep your roster together in the transfer portal. And all of a sudden, the transfer portal is going to cause Shane Beamer's seat to go from warm to hot just because he can't keep his own players in the building. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And uh, the thing that's kind of happened now, too, is everybody's got an opinion, and they're all like buttholes. But now with the Internet and everything else, they have the opportunity to share their butthole with everybody. And so if these guys hadn't made up their mind about going into the transfer portal, some of the fans will help driving them away anyway. Yeah, J.D., uh, look, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much for chiming us in. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's brutal. That's all you can say. Like, it's brutal, and it doesn't make any sense, and it's not good for the sport, and there's no guardrails, and we have no system in place to make this a, an orderly process, right? You know, um, not to turn this into a political discussion, right, but our borders have been have been on a, a front-burner discussion, right? How to best handle our borders and security at our borders and people flooding in. Well, you know, you could certainly make that analogous to the transfer portal because there is no system of checks and balances. The phrase you were as Diesel was an approvals process. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no approvals process to get in. They're just uh, people flooding in. There was the line from Ace Ventura uh, when he met Ray Finkel's crazy mom. The engine's running, but there's nobody behind the wheel. There's nobody behind the wheel of this thing. You could be losing the best players on your team through no fault of your own. And we're seeing Riley Leonard leaving Duke. I mean, I get it because your head coach is leaving. But you've, you've got good football teams losing elite starters. And that's through no fault of the schools uh, at all. They're starting these guys. They're playing these guys. They're getting all kinds of uh, of playing time and probably NIL deals where they are or where they are. Already. And that's the scary thing about it. Like you have no idea who's going to be on your team next year. None. And, but I, I promise you one thing, you're going to be judged by your results. You know, well, Shane Beamer couldn't keep a team together. Well, okay, but he, they were 12th out of 14 teams in NIL money. Maybe that's why he couldn't keep a team together. Well, did you pay to NIL? You guys listening, did you contribute to South Carolina's NIL? You know, guys, we're getting to that place where it's like, did you vote for the president of the United States? If you didn't say yes, then you can't bitch. Did you contribute to your team's NIL coffers? If you didn't say yes, believe me, you're going to hear that from somebody. I hate it. I'm not contributing. I I figure they should be able to win without my money. Okay? I want it to be the way it always was. So that's why I say... You can't tell me, you can't hit me with the BS that all this is good for college football. I got to pay. I got to pay. I got to line these kids' wallets when they're getting $200,000 in room and board and scholarship money. I got to line their wallets further or they're going to leave. How is that good for the sports? Explain it to me. Yeah, explain to me why all of the things that an athlete gets 
just just by being an athlete on campus. The 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 room and board, the food, the tuition, the education, the uh, medical care, the clothing and swag, and all those little things that we don't even know about that they that they get access to. Explain to me why and when that became valueless. So let us shift gears here now um, to the Carolina Panthers. We've got um, J.J. Hardy joining us at uh, 4.35 this afternoon. Diesel, what a disaster. What an absolute disaster that has been going on within the <laughs> Carolina Panthers and their offices. And then uh, like they're playing a game of hot potato with who's going to call plays. And then did you see like there were reporters that um, – that raised their hand to ask questions, yeah. and they only picked the reporters who are known to be kind to Dave Tepper. But those reporters were not kind to Dave Tepper in their questions. No, no. And, um, you know, to me, it's it's just frankly inexcusable when you have a new owner who's got an itchy trigger finger and he's on his fifth coach in seven years. Again, this is a franchise that made the playoffs four times in five years. Before he took over, no times in seven years since. All right, you kind of like it, if you're if you really want to fix the Panthers, you got to force him out, right? But we're not giving you that option today. We're not giving you that luxury to force out Dave Tepper. So I'm going to task you guys right now with fixing the Carolina Panthers. What do you do under the pretense that the exception is the caveat? You can't force out Dave Tepper. Dave Tepper said in the press conference. Look, man, I'd love for my coach to be with me for 20 to 30 years. I've had employees who have been with me for 20 to 30 years, right? I just want to hear Dave Tepper say, I am failing. I'm failing in my decisions. I'm failing. I've made the wrong choices. This is on me. The buck stops with me. I just want to hear him say that. Here's the reality, Diesel. There's a couple of really intriguing options that are out there. Mm-hmm. Really intriguing options. The feeling is that Jim Harbaugh is in his last year at Michigan. You know, the constant roster recruiting, re-recruiting of the roster, uh, all of the back and forth. Jim Harbaugh just wants to deal with football, right? He just wants to deal with football. He's tired of the NCAA. He's tired of getting in trouble by his conference. He keeps flirting with going back to the NFL because the NFL is football only. That's all you have to do. You don't have to kiss anyone's backside. Yeah. Right? The other the other candidate who's out there is Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson is the offensive coordinator at Detroit. Right? Very highly regarded. Very well thought of. Right? And very, very, very respected. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, Detroit. These are a couple of very, very interesting names. Very, very interesting names, right? And uh, Detroit right now has, under Ben Johnson, has the second-best offense in the NFL. There's only two offenses in the National Football League putting up over 400 yards a game, and the Detroit Lions are one of them. Miami is the other. So, guys, I put it up to you. At uh, 844-FAN-PHONE, that's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E, that's 844-326-3663, how do you fix the Carolina Panthers? And realize when I say fix, acknowledge for a moment all of the different levels of fracture here. 
okay? There's a fracture between the team and its fan base. There's a fracture between the team and those fans who are in South Carolina. There's a fracture between the owner and the city, okay? There's a fracture when you consider that the opposing teams often have more fans there than the home team. Like, going to a Carolina Panthers game has become like a mini Vanderbilt diesel. You go to a Vanderbilt game, you see more LSU fans there, more Georgia fans there. I mean, it's it's become the transient, oh, here's your best chance to see your favorite team. Yeah. Yeah, it's like LeBron James is coming in to play a game at Charlotte, yep. so you better go because this is your chance to go see LeBron. I know I said a couple weeks ago when Carolina was facing Dallas and you know, everybody was talking how Dallas's fans are going to take over Bank of America Stadium. And I said, if, they, if you're a Panthers fan, you don't want to witness that on TV, you might want to set your TV to black and white. Because that's yeah. the only way That's the only way it's going to look like it's all Panther fans in that building. It's just, it's pathetic. It's pathetic the way this thing, this thing has gone. And you would wish that somebody like Roger Goodell would have the power to step in. But he doesn't. Like the, He works for the owners. The owners don't work under him. He works for the owner, so he's never going to go to an owner and and say, you're out. You're, you're screwing this thing up. You're costing the league money because he doesn't. It, it, the league makes money regardless. You are tasked with fixing the Carolina Panthers. What's the first thing you do? Next, here on Offsides, we are the Fan Upstate. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's offsides. 
Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you guys making time for us here on the show. So you have been tasked with fixing what ails the Carolina Panthers. And you've got a multi, you've got many layers of dysfunction that are going on here. I mean, you might as well call where you live malfunction junction if you are running the Carolina Panthers right now. So what is the fix? How do you make that better? How do you make the Carolina Panthers? How do you change their fortunes? How do you create traditions? How do you um, make the Carolina Panthers a place where prime free agents want to be, right? Let's be honest. The franchise, the Carolina Panthers, before Dave Tepper took over, they were a little vanilla. They were a little nondescript, right? But they did have some success. Now the franchise is a joke. The franchise is a joke. And we carry their games on Odyssey Greenville. I'm not dogging us. I would carry the NFL games too. But folks, if you are ranking the bottom three franchises in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers would be first or second or third, as in third to last, second to last, last on everybody's list on the worst run franchises in the National Football League. And that's got to be eating Dave Tepper up. You know, when when he made his billions of dollars, um, he could just, you know, be who he is, and no one knew the wiser. But now everybody knows the name Dave Tepper, and his reputation is not in a great place. So, my friends, what is the fix? What do you do? You know, um, here is my thought process, okay? I'm going to make I'm going to make a run at Jim Harbaugh. Okay, that's that's point number one. Do you guys realize that a year ago, Jim Harbaugh reached out to the Carolina Panthers? The Panthers didn't return his call. Okay, now that's on good confidence. Jim Harbaugh is kind of blacklisted in NFL circles. He's considered difficult to work with. He's considered prickly. He's considered a little bit awkward. Sounds like Dave Tepper. He's considered like an old school guy in a new school era. But guess what, Diesel? Can't the Panthers can't afford to be choosing choosy right now. All they can do is win. So my first call would be to Jim Harbaugh, and I would say, Jim, here's what we've got. Okay, you're going to have total control if you want total control. Uh, happy to move out the general manager who stinks, Scott Fitterer. He's just made a, a bunch of boneheaded decisions personnel wise. These guys have not panned out. Was one pick away from getting a great tackle, Penne Sewell. Instead got J.C. Horn, who's never available, who can never play. You got an offense that scores in the single digits more than it doesn't. It's brutal, right? It's brutal. Michigan J. Todd chimes in and he says, uh, way to fix the Panthers. Stop going to the games. Stop buying the merchandise. De- delete your social media links to the team. Then pick another team to cheer for because the Panthers are currently constructed, are worthless, and I'm trying to be kind. Michigan J. Todd, I'm tasking you with fixing them. Like, you are tasked yeah. with fixing them. You don't get to say, stop buying tickets. I mean, that's that's my advice to Panthers fans yeah. now, D. So what do you do? The only Well, to, to Michigan J. Todd's point, the only thing that fixes uh, uh, Dave Tepper's mindset is to embarrass him. 
You have to embarrass Dave Tepper. And the way you embarrass Dave Tepper is 5,000 people showing up to games. Like, the, the, the seats are already bought, right? Yeah. People have already paid for their PSLs. You've already got your season tickets. You can't sell them back. So, you know, stop buying tickets. That's next year. You need a this year solution. You need a right now solution. You got to embarrass Dave Tepper to the point where he can't, he can't run and hide from the issues that he's facing anymore. But let's say Dave Tepper hires you. And you're like, right. I got I to gotta be honest with you, Dave. You've pressed a lot of wrong buttons with this team. Yeah. And he says to you, I realize I'm part of the problem, but I'm not going anywhere. Okay? I give you unilateral control to fix this operation. Diesel, yeah. you've got a fractured relationship with the state of South Carolina. You ban Carolina. Dave Tepper from the building. That's yeah. how you do it. <laughs> you bet. Like, realize that guy crapped all over the plan to build the headquarters sure. in, uh, in Rock Hill. So you got a fractured relationship with that community. You've got a fractured relationship with this community. People only go to the games to see the stars or to see the other teams. So what's the first thing you do? My first thing is I hire Jim Harbaugh. The second thing I do is I put an offensive line around uh, Bryce Young so that I can evaluate him by the end of next season. Yeah. Okay? Uh, you have to pull the President Camacho from the movie Idiocracy. We got this guy not sure. And he's going to fix everything. Uh, no, you have to fire Scott Fitterer. That is step one. Fire the guy who put your roster in this position. You have to fire Scott Fitterer. In no way, shape, or form is any of this going to get any better with Scott Fitterer making personnel decisions. Like, tell, me, tell me what he can do or tell me what anyone else around him can do to undo his boneheaded decisions. Well, I will Nothing. tell you this, Diesel. I, I feel like so many of these decisions have Dave Tepper's demands and desperation written all over them. Sure. The, the trade to move up to get Bryce Young, two first-round picks, two second-round sure. picks, and DJ Moore, that reeks of Dave Tepper saying, we're getting the quarterback now. We're get, that reeks of that. That doesn't, seem like, that doesn't seem like something a reasonably-minded GM would do, and we were very critical yeah, of this, it at the time. Yeah, but this reasonably-minded GM also put them in a position where they have no depth anywhere. You know, I, I don't think Dave – I've never heard Dave Tepper mention Iki Aquanu's name. You think Dave Tepper went out and got Iki Aquanu? No. But he hired the guy who did. Yeah. You know, you know full well that teams in every year, you only get one first-round pick. So – and first-round picks are about a 50-50 chance of being a, a hit, right? What where, where a franchise really builds its depth is in the second, third, and fourth rounds. And Carolina doesn't have somebody who knows what they're doing in the second, third, and fourth rounds. You have to get in a GM who knows what they're doing in the draft. Without that, you will never get any better. We've got Panthers culture. J.J. Hardy joining us next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Up State. Uh, Joined by uh, you guys and uh, getting set to be joined by J.J. Hardy, of Panthers culture who joins us on this day each and every time slot he's there with us right now JJ we missed you last week buddy I know we had we're off for Thanksgiving uh it's a shame nothing has happened since the last time we got together JJ it's a shame <laughs> no, no, nothing's going on at all you know we Not know very much. We, very much. we know you're a fan you can't be expected to be objective but we're still very very <laughs> grateful to have you with us today uh I'll open with this with you JJ um Firing Frank Frank Reich, was that the right move? Yes, it was the right move. Uh, and let me clear this up. It doesn't have anything to do with, you know, who Frank Reich is as a person. You know, I think he's a good man, a good guy. I think it's the right move because I think, as, you know, for David Tepper, he needed to send a message to fans regardless of where you stand on this. I think you need to send a message to fans that he realizes that the marriage of Frank Wright and Bryce Young is not going to work. And instead of leaving anything to doubt uh, regarding that relationship and what they may do going forward, I think the decision to fire Frank Wright right now sends a message to everybody else involved in that process, in the organization, around the league, that he sees what the rest of us see. The offense is not working. You know, the scheme that was devised for Bryce Young is not the proper scheme for him and his skill set. And the quicker you can identify that and move on from that, it lets those know who may be interested and coming in to coach Bryce Young and this young Carolina team, start thinking about, okay, as I approach the end of my season, I know that this Carolina job is something that I should be considering. So maybe I need to have my agents reach out to Carolina if it is, in fact, something that, you know, that looks like it's something that I'm interested in. And if if I can look at the tape of what they have and who Bryce Young is, that this would be a good fit despite, um, the recent history with David Tepper and, and firing coaches and firing coaches quickly. So, um, so absolutely the right move in that regard. JJ, what's your level of concern over hiring another coach before a GM? Because we all know the, the, the tried and true trope of a, of a new GM coming in and uh, the guy who's the head coach wasn't his guy. It wasn't, he wasn't part of the process of hiring that guy. So they don't really work out very well. I mean, could we find ourselves in a situation that, you know, you have you have a, a coach and a GM who just don't work well together again? Well, my level of concern about that is going to be high until we get into maybe the middle of January. Because if we're at the middle of January and Scott Fitter is still our GM, then my level of concern is going to be high and remain high. 
um, who are in the terminal amount of time. Uh, I think right now it's a bit too early to get super worried about it uh, because I know that if we go back to 2019, going into 2020, you remember Dave Tepper fired Ron Rivera around week 12, if I remember correctly. But he held on to um, Marty Herney. And then, you know, Marty Herney was part of the process for Matt Rule. And and then, you know, a year later, he fired um, he fired Marty Herney at the end of that season. I don't think it was in the middle of the season, but maybe I have to go back and check my, my facts on that. I say that that there could be some parallels to what he just did with keeping Scott Fitterer after firing um, after firing Matt Rule and letting Scott Fitterer find a new head coach. But now that coach didn't work out, and I think he'll probably just let Scott Fitterer stay around until the end of the season um, to let him finish the job and finish the things that GMs do because – I mean, I know sometimes it's easy to get rid of a GM early in the season, too, but I think people forget all the things that GMs do besides just, besides just make roster moves, right? Like, sometimes they're responsible for taking on all of the uh, acquisitions and contracts related to the, you know, to the operations of the team. And so they're involved with more than just, you know, scouting personnel, picking personnel. And so it may be prudent to just let him finish out this year and then – terminate him at the end of the year. But, yeah, if it's if we're deep in January and people have already gotten fired around the league and Scott Fitter is still in Charlotte, then, yeah, I'd be concerned because it has showed that, you know, that Dave Tepper still isn't ready to do, like, that full and hard reset that I think is needed in Carolina. Well, well J.J., we, we know that Scott Fitterer sucks at picking personnel. And if the yeah. situation lands where – Dave Tepper says, sorry, Scott, we're not going to let you be involved in picking a new head coach. Now we're putting it all back in Dave Tepper's hands. And do you trust Dave Tepper to go hire a coach? I do not. I mean, <laughs> it's just it, – yeah, and nobody can at this point, right? You know, the three major – and you can really count four if you go back to Ron Rivera. But, you know, let's just say it was his prerogative to move on You know, from Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's time had expired. But just the three major coaching decisions that he had to make, it's arguable that he's missed on all three. He missed on Matt Rule, right? Last year when he let uh, Steve Wilkes serve as interim for Matt Rule, the consensus around the fan base, it wasn't 100%, but it was the consensus that was that Steve Wilkes seemed to have regained that locker room and he went 500 with him. And a lot of fans wanted Steve Wilkes to stay in Carolina. And so his decision to not hire Steve Wilkes in hindsight is looking like it's a miss. And then the third has been his hiring of Frank Wright and the firing of him before the season ends. So he's 0 for 3 right now. And, you know, usually the third time is a charm, but, you know, but this third time is a strikeout. And I believe that if he's entrusted – to, to do that again, then I would think that he would likely fail again if he doesn't allow for somebody new to come in and help guide that process with him. Um, I know he's the owner. He's always going to have the, the prerogative 
to be able to to be as involved as he wants to be. But I hope that this time he allows for somebody outside of himself, maybe a recruiting firm, um, you know, to go out and find the best candidates for him to choose from and, and me and hopefully let them even guide some of the interviewing process. J.J. Hardy, Panthers culture, joining us here on Offsides, the fan upstate. J.J., uh, these are four words that could take four years to solve, okay? But the, the, the task that awaits you, and you can take as long as you want, the four words are fix the Carolina Panthers, okay? Fix them. And when you, when you say that, J.J., you, you realize, and it's what we've been doing this hour, we've been having this discussion this hour on the show, is all of the layers of dysfunction of this organization. You have the loss of the relationship with, and you might not even believe this, J.J., I don't even know if I've told you this before, okay? If I walked into the Target uh, in Greenville, South Carolina recently, and I needed to find my wife a Carolina Panthers shirt, there was not a single piece of Carolina Panthers paraphernalia in the entire store what's the nfl team for greenville south carolina the carolina panthers now i could find a piece of charlotte fc gear i could not find uh carolina panthers in greenville target okay not a single piece in the entire store i asked for help they said we don't have any okay why it's football season so that you have a fractured relationship with south carolina you have a fractured relationship with North Carolina, you have a Vanderbilt situation going on with your games, meaning when the Vanderbilt Commodores play, the opposing team fills out the stadium. It's all LSU fans and Georgia fans, and that only happens when the franchise itself is kind of a joke. It's kind of the Charlotte Hornets have the same problem. Hey, let's go see LeBron, or let's go see Victor Wimbanyama. Um, so, and then you've got you've got the reality that the owner isn't going to leave. So if I say to you, JJ. Fix the Carolina Panthers, okay? And you know that one of those things is you can't kick out David Tepper. What are some of the things you're doing? Jim Harbaugh's name is out there. Ben Johnson's name is out there, right? Uh, Steve Wilkes' name could be out there again. Can you give me, like, your one, two, three, whether it be the headquarters in Rock Hill or, you know, relationship with the fans? Like, well, what what do you do? What begins to mend all these fractures? I think the first thing you do is just focus on the football, right? Because winning fixes almost everything in football. So if you focus on the football and focus on the product on the field, then I think a lot of this other stuff takes care of itself when it comes to the fracture between the team and the Carolinas and and the um, and the desire to go attend games and things like that. You have to start winning. And like you said, you know, these four words could take four years. But I think the foundation of this four-year fit happens with what we just mentioned in the last question about the GM. I think if you do the hard reset, if you show the fan base that you're willing to do a hard reset, then I think the expectations for winning resets with that, right? And so you're almost playing with, I hate to say it, but you're playing with house money because now any winning that occurs before the four years is actually, you know, you exceeding expectations. So in in year one, and basically the point where we're at now, at the end of this season, you get rid of the current GM, 
you find that new GM, and then you secure the coach either around the same time or shortly thereafter, and then you let those guys go out in front as a unified um, tandem and say, this is our plan for building the, the Carolina Panthers from the ground up. And, you know, and this is what we're going to do. Bryce Young is our guy. We're going to put the right pieces around him and then just give us a few months to get to March and free agency and then April in the draft and let us show you what we're going to do, but just give us time to do that and give it time to, to start settling in and curing around those foundational pieces. I think that's number one. I think number two is that Dave Tepper, and I know this just from relationship, when it comes to relationship, the relationship with South Carolina, um, and that's my home, obviously, what you mentioned happening in Greenville, it happens in Charleston, it happens in, in the other far reaches of the state. I used to live in Aiken for a time. There wasn't many Carolina Panthers gear in any of the stores in Aiken, South Carolina, either. And I think Dave Tepper is too dependent on on the, the data, you know, when it comes to trying to figure out, you know, what the South Carolina fan base is and, you know, what's the, what's the, how to quantify the fan base in South Carolina because he uses Petrus, uh, metrics like how many hits does Pat, Panthers.com get from the state of South Carolina. And, and I love my state to death, you know, and I know that we are up to speed with technology and all that stuff, but I don't think it's commonplace for a Panthers fan in South Carolina to go and visit Panthers.com all that often throughout the day or throughout the week or throughout the month or throughout the year, especially when you're sorry like we have been for the last five or six seasons. So, but he thinks that that's a solid way to gauge the level of interest in South Carolina and how to market the team in South Carolina and in its flawed logic. So I have I, I have great interest in the Carolina Panthers, and I never go to Panthers.com. <laughs> exactly. Me too. Me too. I have a whole page dedicated to the Carolina Panthers on Twitter and Instagram, but I rarely go to Panthers.com. And so, but Dave Tepper believes in that because that's how he's built, right? Um, there was actually a metric that said that the metro Atlanta area gives, gives the Panthers.com site more hits than the whole state of South Carolina. And so to him, he was like, well, you know, does South Carolina even care? Yes, we care, you know, because that's the team closest to our state. And for the people in the upstate, and, and especially right there up against Charlotte, that is their team. But the fact that they don't visit the website shouldn't make you think that they don't care about the team. And the other thing that they have to do, you know, to kind of further that point, I think I think the Panthers need to to do some mending, you know, of their relationship with the state of South Carolina, you know, not just bringing a training camp or maintaining that at Wofford. They're doing that almost by default by right now because the plan was if Rock Hill was up and running by now or next year, then they would have been operating, you know, training camp and everything out of that headquarters. But I think they need to to get away from that that metric approach and just basically get out and show the state of South Carolina, maybe even have some exhibition games in the preseason, um, you know, in South Carolina, back at williams Bryce, back at Clemson where it started, to show the, the, the local population in South Carolina, like we're still here and we still uh, want to embrace South Carolina as part of the two-state dream that um, Jerry Richardson had in the beginning. So I think that's another part of the process. Um, so, you know, you, you, you build it right, you reset it, you build it right around the gym, the new head coach, um, and, and, and start the process.
process of winning, um, getting that buy-in back from the fan base because you, you show that you're serious. Um, and then the second part is just more of a direct approach to uh, connecting with the fans in both states, making sure that you reinforce the fact that it's both states and actually show it in your actions, not by some branding, you know, and marketing in the off season. Just come out, come see the folks in South Carolina, go to Columbia, go to Greenville, Spartanburg, go to Charleston, go to Florence, go to Aiken, go to all these different places in South Carolina just to let them know that we embrace you. You're still part of this dream and we're going to win together. Um, but beyond that, you know, it's, it's, it is going to just take time and 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 this time around you know get that messaging straight you know from his mouth from the GM's mouth from the head coach's mouth that we are resetting and we need you to be patient with us we're going to build it we're going to build it the right way we're going to make better decisions than we made in the past and we're going to um, give you a better product you know than we've given and stop and this is the other part and this is the last part about uh, for this answer. Stop talking about them other things that you've done in Charlotte. Like a football fan, a true, I won't say a true football fan, but the type of football fan that I am, I care very little about MLS or anybody that you bring related to MLS. I don't care that Beyonce was in Bank of America. I don't care that Luke Combs performed in Bank of America or Bruce Springsteen or anybody else. And no disrespect to anybody who enjoys any of those artists. I do too. But I don't care that you, as the owner of the Carolina Panthers, brought those things to Charlotte, to that stadium, um, because they are cool in their own right, but they are in their own lane, and they have nothing to do with my beloved NFL football team and my fandom as an NFL fan. So stop telling me that you're doing well and that you're successful as an owner because you brought those other things unrelated to football to Charlotte. And especially to a fan in South Carolina who has no other connection to the city of Charlotte, like that means nothing to somebody who lives in Irmo, South Carolina, or Orangeburg, South Carolina, who's a Carolina Panthers fan. They're not going to a concert in Charlotte, so don't tell me about what you're doing for the city of Charlotte. This is a two-state situation, and we're football fans, and so win, and then we'll feel included because we, we'll come up there to see that game, but we're not coming to a concert. J.J. Harday giving you the 411 on where Carolina needs to look to uh, begin mending some fences with this community and begin to put a winning product on the football field. Always appreciate the conversation, J.J. Thank you so much, my friend. And I think you got some great ideas. They should listen to you. Hire him. Hire him, ladies and gentlemen. Hire him. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I'll see you next time. All right. Take care. J.J. Harday. Panthers culture, a lot of good ideas, has his finger on the pulse with all of the issues with the Carolina Panthers this year. We've got the top five at five coming your way next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.